My name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Hey, bitch. Oh my God, I have so much to catch you up on. It's Friday when I'm recording this video. I'm kind of excited. Today's a good day. I, it's Friday. I have my ice cap. I'm ready to talk about shit. I'm kind of, I'm feeling kind of fired up right now. You know why? Because I just saw this TikTok. I want to talk about it. I kind of talked about it briefly on my TikTok, like a three minute type beat. But girl, with the podcast, we could be talking about this for hours. And I could honestly, I think I could talk about this for hours. And I'm going to just read it to you, okay? Um, there was this TikToker right? This is her. Um, and this video went viral. She has like a million likes on this TikTok and I really wanted to talk about it. Um, it says, when the sex gets more aggressive and rough, sorry, this is a PG-13 episode. <laughs> you know what? Let's just, this whole podcast is PG-13. Please be of age if you're listening. <laughs> Please be of age if you're listening to this podcast. Um, but let's get into it. When the sex gets more aggressive and rough rather than passionate and intimate. And you know what made me even more sad is that there were more comments. Let me, let me get to the comments. And he slowly stops asking you for consent and no cuddling afterwards too. He gets up after and puts all of his clothes on and walks away. Um, oh, what does that one say? I'm starting to think that this is every man. This needs to be talked about more. And you know what? We're gonna fucking talk about it today. Oh my God, I have so much to talk about with just this TikTok. I, I was shook and I was like, my heart was broken when I was reading all of the comments because this is not okay. Like if, if, if I was put in this situation, you bet your ass that I would stand up for myself. And I feel like we, us as women, we don't talk about this enough. And I feel like, I don't know what I want to call today's podcast, but I saw um, a podcast from Sex with Emily and one of her podcast names was Communication is Lubrication. And I don't want to copy it exactly, but I think this whole podcast could just be around like communication. We, need, we just need to talk about communication. Um, so first of all, I wanted to just talk about the, the very top comment, it says, and he slowly stops asking you for consent. When I read that and the, it's pinned and it's the top comment, it has like, I think a hundred thousand, does that say a hundred thousand likes? Is that a hundred thousand likes? Let me look at it. <gasps> it has 99,000 likes. See, this is where I feel like, this is why I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to be a bigger sister because I feel like stuff like this, nobody wants to talk about sex. Okay, no one wants to talk about sex. It's embarrassing. You don't want your parents to see, especially on the internet. Anyone could Google it, whatever. I, the amount of sex books and sex podcasts that I've read, I love sex. Sex is pleasure. Sex makes me feel good. I love looking into it. I love reading about it. I love learning about it. Um, and that's why I just like want to talk about this and be the bigger sister. But anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. When he slowly stops asking you for consent, I just want to say, first of all, that it doesn't matter if you've been dating for five years. It doesn't matter if you've been dating for one year, six months, one month, one week. It doesn't even matter. 20 years, it doesn't matter. You should be having consent 100% of the time that you're having sex. Because who wants to have consent? Who, who wants to have sex if they don't feel like having sex? I have to be I like, sometimes I just don't feel like it. And you know what? Women are so emotionally stimulated that I feel like in order to make me horny, you have to just 
do something romantic and nice for me. I don't know. Everyone has different like love languages and what makes them horny. But typically us as women, we're super emotionally stimulated. And in order for me to feel horny, I mean, it is also very empowering to like go into a hookup and like knowing what you want, knowing your body, knowing your kinks, knowing your whatever. But for the most part, I feel the most sexy and I feel like having sex the most when my partner does something thoughtful for me, whether that's like quality time or acts of service, they take out the trash without me asking them, they um, plan a super cute date, they pay for dinner, they um, wine and dine you, they make you feel special, they have words of affirmation. Those are the types of things that make me wanna have sex. Um, and it doesn't matter, I've had like five-year relationships, I've had two-year relationships. There's so many relationships that you guys don't even know that I've had. <laughs> I think just like my one, um, my one public relationship just really put things into perspective for me that for my own mental health and my own mental well-being, I like to separate my personal life and my work life. So I don't know, I just haven't been posting about my relationship, but no matter what, whether I've been in a five-year relationship, whether I've been in a two-year relationship, I mean, I've never been married, um, whether it's a hookup, whether it's whatever, like I always have to be giving consent and my partner also has to always be giving consent because no one wants to have sex when they don't want to, especially if you're not in the mood and you're not feeling it. Like, And I also wanna say something that, just because you're a girlfriend doesn't mean that you have to give your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever your partner sex. That is not your exchange. That is not your duty. That is not your job. You're not an object. You're a girlfriend. <laughs> you're not a sex toy. Like my vibrator, like fuck. Like if my vibrator, like I'll use my vibrator whenever I want. Like well, I'll do it in the morning and the night and the, whenever I feel like it. I'm not a vibrator. I'm not a sex toy. I'm a person. I'm a human being and I need to be emotionally stimulated and I need to feel like I want to, you know? I don't know. I feel like, especially in my, uh, like, beginning times of dating and beginning times of, like, meeting people, I would always be like, oh, like, you know, if I don't, if I don't give them sex, then what if, like, they don't like that? And what if they cheat on me? What if they, they look at other girls, they want to have sex with other girls? No, 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 no. You should not be thinking that. You should not be thinking that at all. Because, I feel like I could do a whole other podcast on men cheating. I really could. I could do it in the next podcast episode. But men that cheat are just so non-masculine, insecure, not in control of their emotions. Like if, if they cheat on you, it's never a you problem. And you have to remember that. If a man or a woman or whoever, if anyone cheats on you, it's not your fault. It's their fault. It's not your fault that you decline them of having sex one time or two times or three times or whatever. You're just not feeling it. And it might just be their fault that they're just not like whining and dining you, making you feel good, making you feel sexy, making you feel like you want to have sex with them. Like they, men just like, oh my God, I can't even, I can't deal with men that like they go to work and they come home and they're, they just like, they they don't spend any time with you. They don't do anything for you. And then they're like, they just want to have sex. Huh? That's not romantic. That's not cute. That doesn't turn me on. That's not sexy. That's lazy. That's so lazy. And I used to, I used to accept that like 
so much and I thought it was so normal and it's not. It's really not. Once I started dating more people, I realized how not normal that is. Once I started talking to more of my girlfriends, I realized how not normal that is. It's not good, it's not healthy, it's not normal for a partner to put in no effort into a relationship, no dates, no planning, no love languages, no nothing, and then expect sex. And then they gaslight you to make you feel like you're just not horny and you never want to have sex with them. They don't even think for a second, oh, maybe it's me. Maybe it's a me problem. Maybe I'm not making them horny. But that hurts their ego. And a lot of men can't deal with that. But us women, we're smart. And we know <laughs> we're fucking smart. And we talk about shit. We talk about our feelings. Men are so dumb. Um, but yeah, going back on topic, he slowly stops asking you for consent. That is not okay. That is not okay. I used to literally cry. This is like so deep and dark and I'm so sorry, but, but I used to cry after sex because I didn't want to do it in the first place. You know, it happens and they finish and then they roll over and they fall asleep and you just have this feeling of emptiness and you have this feeling of feeling used and you have this feeling of um, just not feeling of any importance and like you don't matter in the relationship and all that you're good for is just like five minutes of playtime and you, you don't even come and they, they fall over and fall asleep and whatever. That's not okay. And that's, I'm, I have accepted that in the past and I'm never accepting that ever again. And I think that there's also just something so important about your standards, okay? Because I feel like when I when my standards were on the floor, bitch, I've seen so many girls on TikTok where their standards on the floor. You seen that one TikTok video when she was like, girl, if he asks you how your day is, you're in. <laughs> Bitch, what the fuck? What the fuck, bitch? My grocery store person asked me how my day was. You think I want... No, I'm not in with my grocery store, man. My Tim Hortons worker how asks how my day is. You think... No, my fucking... My phone provider asks me how my day is. It's just like a common courtesy. Bitch, the, the bar is on the floor at this point. We, us as women, we need to start raising our standards. And I feel like this whole podcast, I just want women to just raise their standards because it's really on the floor. And you know what? I feel like when women collectively, when we all start raising our standards, that's when men will start acting up. Because I also saw something, sorry, I'm bringing up TikTok so much. This is a TikTok episode. <laughs> um, saying that there's more single men than ever. You know why? Because all of us women are raising our standards and we're not taking their shit anymore. You can't just be lazy and then be asking for sex and and doing absolutely nothing to to turn your woman on. I don't know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Say my name when you go in it. Anyways, I'm going to move on to the next comment. Um, but more like moral of that comment is when he slowly stops asking you for consent, no ifs, ands, or buts. Your partner, no matter how long you've been dating, no matter how short you've been dating, should have your consent, whether it's verbal, whether it's like communicated, you need to be having consent 100% of the time. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's, that's just it. And you're not crazy for wanting that. And you're not crazy for not wanting to have sex. <laughs> it's super normal. Um, okay, on to the next comment. It says, no cuddling afterwards too. This one has 50,000 likes. Oh my God. This no cuddling afterwards too. You know what I think of when I think of this? I always think of the typical like 15 year old boy, <laughs> like little boy. Okay. I'm not going to say 15. That's a little weird. Like the, like, you know, when you're, you're in middle school, I think of like, just like a little boy, like 21 years old that, that says, I don't want to cuddle after. And I don't want to do foreplay because I don't want you to get attached. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Hell no, Dina, oh my God. <laughs> Men are so stupid. Um, I don't wanna get attached, so I don't wanna cuddle afterwards. Do you know how many benefits there are to cuddling after sex? It improves your immune system. It helps sleep. I can't sleep ever. It helps your sleep and it truly does work. And it feels good and it's relaxing. Like everybody loves cuddling after sex. And I feel like if a man, is like, I don't want to cuddle after sex. Like, I don't want to get too attached. It's just, you know, hook up, friends with benefits type of thing. Like, you're broken. Who hurt you? Who hurt you for you to be acting like this? Like, they, men like this, like, they like to act like, oh, I don't want you to get attached. Women are so emotional, blah, 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 blah. No, you're broken. Who hurt you? Why are you like this? Like, cuddling feels so good afterwards. Like it's, it's one of the seven fucking wonders of the world. I love cuddling afterwards. I love foreplay. Like it's one of the best parts about having sex. And I know that if you're not having foreplay and you're not cuddling afterwards, you're bad at sex. I'm so sorry you say it. You're bad. You're bad at it. <laughs> like, like, did you also, did you know that 80% of women don't even come from intercourse? I bet you didn't even know that. Most men don't even know that. They they just like, they they get themselves off. They're like, did you come? Women lie. And then it's like, end of story. I feel like that's the most typical like hookup story ever. 80% of women don't come through intercourse. What Like 80% of women come through clit stimulation. Are you even touching your clit? Are you even acknowledging it? Do you even know where it is? See, this is why it's so crazy because I feel like there's so many resources on the internet. I feel like this is just me ranting. 
I'm so sorry. This is me ranting this whole time. I, I swear like next episode would be happier, but like there's so many resources. I'm literally, my, my palms are sweaty. Knees weak, arms are heavy. There's so many resources online that men can learn how to be better at sex and they're still so bad at it. They're so bad at it. And I, I, I just don't understand. I, you know what I think? I feel like men watch porn and they're like, this is it. This is it. This is what women like. If I do this, I am a sex god. I know it. I, if I do this, women will squirt and it will be the best sex of their life and they'll be coming back and the dick is so good. Oh, hell no. I Bitch, it's not. <laughs> That's how a 12-year-old boy thinks. Like, There's so many resources on the internet that are actually factual and real. Do you know how many podcasts that I've listened to with porn stars and they're talking about how porn isn't real? And they're saying how squirting isn't real and they just drink a lot of water before and it's actually just pee and like they're just forcing it and like porn is not real. Porn, a lot of the times, like it's just people working and they're just getting their bang and they're not having good sex. And they like, it's, it's just a show. It's a performance. It's not actual real life and it's not actual good sex. Um, I just feel like that's, from like I don't know the sex industry is so crazy and as much as I do love it I feel like it does do a lot of harm and I who did I see oh Billie Eilish Billie Eilish was talking about this and how just like the porn industry she feels like is ruining I don't want to quote I don't want to quote anything that's wrong but she was just talking about the porn industry and how how it's just ruining everything and and men just not knowing how to have sex and them thinking that this is what women like. No, like, I don't know. It's just, it's about communication. We're gonna get into that. Um, But cuddling is the best. Foreplay is the best. Top highlights of having sex. I love it, it's so good. And then this one kind of connects with it. It says, and then he gets up after, puts all of his clothes on and walks away. Who broke you? Literally, who broke you? That's that's all that I would say. Like, if if a man, do you know what? If a man, actually, I have done this before. <laughs> if a man tries not cuddling me after sex, I, like I I will say something. Like I remember, um, story time. I remember. Uh, I was I was hooking up with this guy and he was really good. It was a really good hookup. He was really great at like communicating. He's like, okay, what do you like? I really like this. Like, are you into this? Oh, I'm not really into that. Like, are you into this? Like we were communicating really good before, which I feel like made sex a million times better. Um, but at the end, he didn't want to cuddle. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you're not, what, you're not gonna cuddle? <laughs> no I get too hot I get too hot at night like I can't cuddle you like I get too hot and I'm like what (laughs) I like I was like you're so fucking weird who doesn't cuddle after sex like it's such a normal thing like you're so weird and I like kind of gaslit him into into cuddling me but like it's so weird 
who doesn't cuddle after sex? Like, are you too hot? Huh? It's hot when a guy is like sweaty and hot and like, it's a part of the whole experience. I love it. I love cuddling and like being sweaty and like just laying on each other and like, you had a good time and it's relaxing and you could just sit down and talk or just not talk and just like let it soak all in, like all that dopamine, like it's just the best time ever. I will say something if someone doesn't want to cuddle because it's like, it's so important to me. Um, I'm starting to think that this is every man. That is not true. And I used to generalize men like this all the time. <laughs> I used to be like, I hate all men. Men all suck. Like men are all the same. Like, blah, blah. like and you, you even hear guys say that too. But I realize at the end of the day, men are not all the same. You just have a crazy type <laughs> and you keep going back to the same type of man over and over and over again. This is your choice. This is your choice. The universe keeps throwing you the same type of person over and over and over and over and over again until you learn from whatever obstacle you need to learn from. Whether it's, you know, your childhood, maybe your parents didn't give you a lot of attention when we were younger, you feeling the need to have validation and, and being gravitated towards people who don't necessarily give you as much attention. It all starts with the childhood. It's kind of fucked up. I read so many books about it. Oh my God, there's this book, um, Getting the Love That You Deserve or something like that. It just talks about how <laughs> like our our parental figures or whoever raised us, we tend to gravitate towards partners that are similar to them to prove to ourselves that we're worthy of love. How fucked up is that? I don't like to think about it too much because it gives me a little bit of a headache, but it's true. The universe keeps sending you the same type of person until you've learned from it. And I used to get the same fuck boy after fuck boy after fuck boy after fuck boy and be like, oh, all men are the same. Dating is exhausting. Until finally, I started talking to people who aren't necessarily my type. And I was just so much happier. And I, I don't know, I started reading books about um, attraction and people and healthy relationships. And it's so crazy what you learn. Um, but moral of the story is, not all men are the same. You just have a type and <laughs> you need to change your type, bitch. Okay, now let's get into the juice. That is communication is lubrication and why you're hooking up with men that are bad at having sex and are just bad at sex in general. This is not a you problem, bitch. This is a them problem. And this is a man. Men are just bad at sex problem. And these, these are the couple of things that I've taken notes from, from my own personal experience um, that I, I just feel like helps make sex better with men that are bad at having sex. Because a lot of them are bad. There's, there's a, a, a very small select that are good and have done the research and they know what to do. And like, you just go into it. You don't even have to say anything and they're just good at it. And they like know how to do it. But I'm going to say for the most part, at least from my experience, men don't know how to make women come. And it's so sad because there's so many resources out there and there's so many like books and podcasts and even just like porn. Like there's probably YouTube videos on how to make women, women come. Um, but here are a couple of things. If you are straight, um, 
how to have better sex with men that are bad at having sex, okay? <laughs> okay, number one. Number one thing that I would say to have good sex with men that are bad at having sex is to masturbate. And this is so, I know that you're like, what the fuck, add on? No, do a little bit of, of self-exploration, self-diving, go a little, you know, maybe have a toy or two, figure out what you like, um, watch videos, figure out what you like, um, but not too much. I feel like when I watch a little bit too much, it's like, you know, it makes sex less exciting. Um, but I would say like, just like figure out what you like and be able to be so confident about what you like and what your body likes and what turns you on that you're able to communicate that and tell that to your partner or hookup or whoever. Um, because I used to think like, oh, it's like, it's like, am I a whore? If I know what I like and I tell them what I like. No, you're not. You are not. And it's, it takes such a small minded man to think that like that is far from the truth. If anything, from my experience, it's so hot and so sexy when someone knows exactly what they like and they tell me what they like and I'm able to do it. And I'm able to like get them off. Also, second of all, this is a side note, but if a man is, is going into a hookup or going into sex and not, not in the mindset of getting you off and only in the mindset of getting himself off. He's not a man. He's a little boy. He's a little boy and he should be fucking his sock at, at, at night. Like he should not have a woman. Oh my God. It literally, it makes me cringe. Like the thought that there's so many men out there that are just like their main priority is getting themselves off another partner. And that is such little boy activity. Um, but number two on how to have good sex with men that are bad at having sex. Number two is being able to communicate it. And like I said, it's not embarrassing. I used to think like, am I a whore? Am I a slut for knowing what I like? Like, <laughs> I even saw something and I was like, um, like telling your hookup or your partner, like what you like, <laughs> not realizing that you only know what you like because of a past partner and a past experience. You're like, why can't you just do it like Johnny? Like, fuck, like do it like my ex did it. Like, fuck. <laughs> But no, it's like, I feel like it's super hot for someone to know their body and to be comfortable within themselves and be comfortable with saying what turns them on and what makes them feel good. Because, oh my God, it's such a turnoff when you're like, what is, what are you into? What are your kinks? What do you, do you like this? Does this turn you on? Are you not into that? And they're like, I don't know. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? Oh, hell no. Like you for sure have bad sex. You don't know what turns you on. You're how many years old and you don't know how to, what turns you on? Do you even like sex? Like what? I don't know. It just, it boggles my mind when, when people, they're just like, I don't know, do whatever. Like, well, like, no, tell me what you like. Everybody likes something different. And I think it's so funny when people think that there's just this like, one trigger point that like every woman loves and like it's like the magical button that like every woman loves and it's gonna make every woman come their brains out and squirt up all over the room and like have like the craziest most um loud like crazy orgasm like there's not one button that works on every single woman every single woman is different every single woman's body is different do you know how many times i've talked to my girlfriends and they're like oh i really like this and i'm like oh really <laughs> and I'm like, I 
like this and they're like, you're weird. I'm like, everybody likes different things in bed. And there's not one thing that just, that makes all women like feel good. Like it's, it's different for every single person. I feel like even for men, I used to think that men were so easy and you know what? They are really easy, but I used to think that men were so easy and you do the same thing for every single man, but you know what? Every single man likes something different to it. And that's why I feel like communication is so important because every single person likes different things. Like I had no idea that men liked their nipples sucked. Did you know that? They have sensitivity in there. I had no idea. Cause I'd be hooking up with people and then they would just never tell me. And then I just assume, oh, men, men don't feel good the way that women feel good. No, there's a lot of men, they really like that. And I was like, oh my God, like, the more that you learn, like that's all what communication is. Like it didn't, it took me until finding someone that communicates what they like to figure out, oh wow, you really like that. Like, and then we had way better sex and like we were more turned on by each other and and it was just way better. I don't know, it, it goes both ways. So my number two tips on having sex with men that are bad at having sex is communication. And here's like some examples, I guess that you, you could do it. I feel like before, like maybe at dinner, you could be talking about things or like, you know, you're walking into the bedroom and it could, it could literally just be like a five minute conversation. It doesn't even have to be that deep. Like it doesn't have to be crazy when you, you know, people are kind of like initiating things and there's that consent. Like in the heat of the moment, I think that it could be like at the bare minimum, at the, in the heat of the moment, you guys are kissing, being like, what do you like? What are your turn-ons? Um, what do you not like? What are you into? I've done that and I feel like I've, I've learned a lot and they told me and I told them and it was great. Um, you can also um, just like have a sit down, whether it's like a partner or anything and you could, you could talk about your likes and what you don't like and what you want and you know what sometimes I like to have different stuff like sometimes I want to have like very slow and intimate and and like looking into my eyes sex and then sometimes I just want it to be like nasty and gross and like and like and just like you know it depends on the mood and when I have a consistent partner um my favorite thing is, is when they're like, so what do you want right now? What do you want today? <laughs> because I want different things on every single day of the week. Like sometimes I want this and sometimes I want that. And that's so important to me. I love when they ask me that question is, what do you want today? What do you, what do you feel like today? Or like, or they're saying, I, I feel like I want to do this. Like I want to do this today. And I just know if you're not communicating during sex, I know that you're not having good sex. You're not expressing expressing your needs and expressing what you want. Nobody can read your mind and nobody can can just like, like oh my God, I hate when my, my girlfriends are like, no, but by, by his body language and by this and by that, like he should be able to tell. Oh, bitch, men are so dumb. They don't look at your body language. Men don't think like that. Like women, we overthink everything and men don't think like that. Men do not overthink the way that we do, especially with text messages. Oh, hell no, they never do. Like sometimes they may go up to their boys and be like, oh, what should I say? Like, but, but for the most part, like women, we, we literally have like a whole team, like a whole uh, like production team creating a text. Like men don't think the way that we do. And like, if you want something, you have to communicate it so clearly. And it took me so long to realize that. <laughs> like, fuck.
that? Like, I, I, I made this subtle hint and this subtle hint. Like, how is he not like realizing that it's because men don't get the little hints. You have to just communicate it and say it the way that it is. That's the only way that I can, you can get your point across. And I feel like when it comes to sex, you have to be just so straightforward and to the point and tell them exactly what you want. They're not going to get any hints because I'll, I'll try it. Like, like someone might be in like more of a rough mood and I'm like, but I want like slow and like intimate. And like, I try to like slow things down and then they just do what they want to do. Men don't listen. Like they don't, well, they, they do listen. They should listen, but like they don't get the little hints. So communicating verbally saying what you want has made the biggest difference for me. And it makes me so much happier. Because I feel like happy wife, happy life. Like do what girls want to, it's, it's a, a girl's world and men just live in it. Okay, number three, how to have good sex with men that are bad at having sex is emotional sexiness. And this is what I mean by that. So women, we are so emotionally turned on. And I, I tell me if you ever experienced this in your whole life where, you know, you love your partner, but like maybe you're just not in the mood. And that's totally fine if you're not in the mood. It's totally okay for you to not be in the mood. You're not a fucking sex god. Like you're not gonna be in the mood 24 seven. It's totally fine to say no to your boyfriend once in a while. But I, feel like when I'm the most horny, I can be a horny girlfriend if you treat me right. And what I mean by that is by emotionally stimulating me because women are so emotionally stimulated. Like, do you ever notice like, like in porn even, like there's like a whole storyline and like, you know, you're getting emotional, like the talking during sex, like women are so emotionally stimulated. You like, you compliment their dress, like you make them feel good. This is how you make a woman horny. Men are so easy, it's like It's so easy for them to get horny, but women are so emotional in our heads. So one thing that helps me get turned on and feel horny is if my partner, does my love languages. So I don't know if you guys know anything about love languages, but there's five of them. Let me make sure that I'm not I'm not missing any of them. So the five love languages are words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, and acts of service. So for me personally, everybody's different, but my favorite love languages are acts of service. And if someone does something little for me, it could be like taking out the trash without me asking them to, planning a date, whining and dining me, paying for the dinner, having me dress up, making me feel sexy, like, even just like buying lingerie, putting the lingerie on, like making me feel like a goddess. If I'm emotionally in it, I could be the horniest girlfriend in the world. And I know that all of you can be the horniest girlfriend in the world because I've seen so many girls be like, oh, I just, I feel like I'm not that horny of a person. Like, blah, blah, blah. No, it's because your man is not treating you good. That is it. I mean, okay. No, I do take it back. Some people have different sex drives, but Women are so emotionally stimulated. Some of my friends, like they literally go to the doctor, they go to the doctor being like, 
I'm just not horny for my boyfriend. Like, is there something wrong with me? Should I get off of birth control? Blah, blah, blah. They break up with them. And it turns out there's horn dogs. Like, they're so horny. And, and then they look back and they're like, wow, I really, it wasn't my fault. Like, it's such a man move to be like, oh, like, there's something wrong with you. You should go to the doctor. Like, oh, it can't be a me problem. There's no way that it's a me problem. I want to have sex all the time. Why don't you want to have sex? No, it's the man's problem. They're not making you feel good. They're not emotionally stimulating you. And that's why you're not horny. I mean, this isn't the case for everyone. Like, don't kill me if this is like wrong information. But I've seen that with like so many of my friends and they're like, I'm just not horny, like blah, blah, blah. But it's because we're just so emotionally stimulated. Try going on a date. Try having them plan a date. They get you flowers, you guys dress up, you make a reservation, like all these things, they take five minutes. Um, or what if like you don't wanna go out, maybe they just cook dinner for you. They go grocery shopping, they buy the supplies, they cook a nice dinner, you get dressed up, you look nice, you have a little bit of a lingerie under, matching bra and underwear. Nobody feels sexier than a, than a woman with matching bra and underwear. I feel so sexy. Even though no one sees it, I just know underneath that I have matching bra and underwear and I feel so sexy and I strut my stuff. But it's different for everyone. But I feel like for my acts of service self, if someone does acts of service for me, that's when I'm the horniest and I could be a horny girlfriend if you're an acts of service partner. <laughs> But I think those are my three main tips on having sex, having good sex with men that are bad at having sex. Um, it's just communicating. And I wish that men could listen to this podcast and just know. And it was just like normal for men to be good at sex and men to um, have your consent and communicate. But I think us as women, we just like, I know that women are horny. And you know what? I might be crazy for saying this, but I really feel like women are hornier than men. Men are just bad at having sex. Dare I say, dare I fucking say, because I talk to all of my girlfriends and I swear we are hornier than men. I don't know. I don't know, it's just a theory, but yeah, I think, I think us as women, we just need to be making sure that we're giving consent and if we don't want to have, if we don't want to have sex, making it verbal and making it clear, hey, if I'm going to be honest, like I'm not really in the mood right now. Like, I think if maybe we planned a dinner date on Friday and like we went out to dinner and like we got dressed up, like I think like it would, I would, it would make me feel really good. I could put some laundry on. We can make a whole date out of it. Like, I think that would make me feel really horny. But right now I'm just like not really in the mood. It's not that I don't like you. It's just that I'm not really in the mood. Uh, making sure that we have consent. Number two is communicating exactly what we like in bed, exploring what we like by ourselves, because um, I think that there's something really special about being able to discover things on your own, because it is really cool to like have someone teach you and like have, like, I feel like it's every girl's dream to have like a masculine man that's like a sex god and knows exactly what you like and just does it and then you learn from him. But at the end of the day, a lot of the times men are bad at having sex. So there's something really special and something really like empowering about a woman that just figures out her body does things on her own and knows what exactly what she wants. Maybe she learned it by herself or maybe she learned it with a partner, but knowing exactly what she wants and is 
confident enough in being able to say it and say her turn-ons, her turn-offs, her kinks, um, and everything that she likes because everybody likes different things. There's not one thing that turns everybody on. It's, it's different for everybody. And then number three is, I think just like setting boundaries and setting high standards and communicating that what makes you horny is just being emotionally stimulated. And it's very normal for women to need that emotional stimulation to be horny and going out on dates and making yourself feel sexy, you know, shape, like the whole routine. You know, I feel like I can turn myself on with just like my routine, my, my, sex routine so what my sex routine is <laughs> this podcast is so funny my i don't even know if we have time for a, a q a this podcast maybe a couple questions um what would Brianna do some of the things that for my sex routine that make me feel good to turn myself on is okay it all starts in the day okay you want to take a shower you want to feel nice and clean, nice and fresh, like a brand new bitch. I'm going to take a shower and I'm going to shave. I, You don't have to shave, but for me personally, I feel the sexiest when I'm like hairless and I'm smooth. Oh, I put my lotion on. My favorite, I love the, um, what's the one that smells good? Oh, it's, it's the one on Amazon. What is it? This hemp's lotion, oh my God, it smells so good. But if you want unscented, I also really do like the Cetaphil one. Let me add this. It ran out. I don't want to subscribe, one time purchase. I love that lotion, it smells so good. And then, you know, put your deodorant on, you put a little bit of your favorite perfume, like you can steal some samples at Sephora of like the nice expensive perfume, because it doesn't even matter. Like, it doesn't matter if someone knows how expensive my perfume is, if I know how expensive it is, I feel like a million bucks. I feel really expensive. And the one that I love the most is the Tom Ford one. Oh my God, I think it's like a $300 perfume. And I swear to God, every time I go to Sephora, I spray that shit on me and I feel sexy the rest of the day. I'll take a sample, I'll do whatever. Like that Tom Ford perfume, whoo, makes me feel so good. Okay, so now that you've done that, I like to do my makeup, the way that it makes me feel sexy, whatever I feel like at the day. Sometimes I like to like kind of like role play, not like in a, a crazy sort of way, but like, in, in a way where I'm like, okay, I like to, you know, today I'm just gonna do eyeliner on the top and like, maybe you want like a cat eye and then you're gonna have like your hair down. You're gonna feel like a sexy vixen, like cat woman type vibe. Like I feel like switching up my hair and makeup, feeling sexy in my hair and makeup really does help. Another thing that really helps is lingerie. Um, I always tell my girlfriends, we just started seeing someone, like I wouldn't wear lingerie on like the first time you guys hook up because it's like, you know, like, I, I don't know. It's just like, you know, you expected to have sex and like blah, blah, blah. But whereas if you just wear like regular underwear, it's like, oh, like it's spur of the moment, like blah, blah, I don't know. It's just what I do. You don't have to do that. But if you're like comfortable with someone, like wear lingerie, wear something that makes you feel good. I love lingerie shopping. I love all of the brands. I love Lounge. I love Victoria's Secret. I love um, Savage Expense. I love all of them. They're so good. I love the, oh, I love the three-piece set and I love when they have like the little stockings. Did you guys see Wolf of Wall Street and Margot Robbie had, she wasn't even wearing lingerie. It was just like the stockings. It's just the socks. Oh, so sexy. So sexy. So hot. And like, if you don't want to spend that much money, just the stockings on Amazon. I think they're like, uh, like a couple bucks, like five to 10 bucks, just for the, the the long leggings with the lace. Oh my God, it's so sexy, it makes you feel so good. And it turns me on. Honestly, 
Like, dare I say, I wear lingerie to turn me on. I don't care what you think. It makes me feel good and it makes me feel like a goddess. And I feel like, like Rihanna, I feel like Beyonce and I feel like I'm in a music video and I feel like I'm slaying when I wear lingerie. Um, what else? I feel like those are like my top things just to like mentally prepare myself to feel sexy. Um, if I know that something might be going down. <laughs> but okay, let's see if I can do any questions. Um, I'm gonna look on my Instagram. Okay, so I have a couple questions. I'm not gonna show you because it's a, it's anonymous, but if you guys have any questions that you guys wanna ask me for the Girl Talk podcast, just follow my spam account. It's not Adeline on Instagram. And once in a while, I'll do like a Q&A thing and you guys can respond to it. It's all anonymous and you can ask me questions. My question segment, I like to call it WWRD. What would Rihanna do? Rihanna, don't sue me, please. I just love you, but I love... I, I wanted to name it this because whenever I'm insecure, whenever I'm feeling down, I don't know what to do. I'm always like, what would Rihanna do? And then I just act it out. If I'm in a room with a bunch of people, I'm like nervous to talk to any of them. I'm like, what would Rihanna do? Rihanna would have her head up. She'd have her shoulders back. She'd be talking to other people, people she doesn't even know, introducing herself. Like that's what Rihanna would do. And I wouldn't even pretend that I'm myself. I would pretend that I am her. And that's how I kind of like fake myself into being confident. So I don't know. That's why I called it. What would Rihanna do? <laughs> One question said, how does your family react to the whole masturbation thing? So <laughs> at first, can I be honest? When I started talking about girl talk subjects and, you know, I, I'll do like these sex toy Instagram stories and stuff like that. Like at first, like way back in the day, I want to say like five years ago, my mom, I said that I was working for Victoria's Secret Pink and she was like, oh, Adeline. And I was like, what? Cause she's Filipino, right? So she's like, I don't want you posing in your underwear and stuff like that. Like, I don't want you to be doing that. And I'd be like, mom, like I'm promoting their, their leggings. Like I'm promoting their sweaters. Like I'm not promoting their, their bras and underwears. And then look at me now. I have my, my sex toy Instagram stories. <laughs> my lounge underwear bows, but I think it's empowering. And I love talking about things like this. And I love learning about things like this. Like, I, you know, obviously it is kind of awkward to talk to, but you know, I just feel like my family doesn't really watch my stuff anymore, which I kind of love. And like at the beginning of every girl talk, I'll be like family, friends and family, you should not be watching this episode. Like please, <laughs> for, for my sake and your sake, please do not watch this video. <laughs> But yeah, it's not bad. I think I've only really had like my mom say something about it. And, and my dad is like, Adeline, I don't even watch your Instagram anymore because you'll be posing too damn much in your underwear, lounge underwear. <laughs> but yeah, that's how that's what my family says. Um, another question is advice for birth control. So I have to be honest, I've only ever been on the pill. I've heard my friends' opinions on like the the IUD, like the thing in the arm, like all of the other types of birth control. Can I say something? Every type of birth control sucks in some sort of way. Like it hurts, you know, it it makes you moody, it makes you whatever. But for me personally, it's different for everyone. For me personally, the pill is my favorite. I've been on it for so long. It cleared up my acne. It does make it gain a little bit of weight, but hey, it gives you boobs. And I really like it. And I'm just sticking to it. But you know what? What works for me 
may not work for you and it may work for Sally and it may not work for Jessica. Like it, everybody's body's different. You just have to figure it out. Like one of my friends went on birth control and she said that it made her pussy so dry and she was not horny. She didn't want to have sex. Like, oh no, you don't want that. Like what's the point of going on birth control if you don't even want to have sex? Like fuck. Um, but I've had friends be like, you know what? My period is so heavy. Like my birth control like lightens my period and it does. It lightened my period. Um, so I think it's just all about figuring out what you like and figuring out um, what works for you and going to your doctor and making sure that it's all good. Um, Cause there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons. Um, but I think those are the only questions I'm gonna be asking today. It's super short Q and A, what would Rihanna do? Um, but I love you guys. Thank you so much for chatting with me. I'm sorry that the, I feel like this whole episode was just like a rant. Me just yelling at men for being bad at having sex. But hey, if you can't find anyone good, maybe you should try the ladies. <laughs> maybe you should try the ladies. Who knows? It's worth trying if you're into that. Um, but I love you guys. Um, I don't know how to end the podcast. I'll talk to you later. Let me know if you need anything. Message me. I love you, queen. Keep slaying. And I'll talk to you next week. Call me whenever you need. Did you like that episode? I really hope that you did. Um, if you haven't already, then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after. Just click on the links, whatever it is. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed. Also, be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot. Um, but I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.